Welcome to Uncovered. I'm Steph. I'm Renee, and this is a podcast created by pole dancers for pole dancers. Welcome back to Uncovered. Today, we are going to talk about something a little bit different than what we normally talk about, um, and it, we have a special guest on as well. So we are going to talk about kids in pole today, and we have Donna from Sydney Pole Capalabar um, in to talk with us because she takes some kids' classes. Hey, Donna. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Uncovered. (laughs) Um, So we haven't had many guests on before and we're going to start to introduce more because we want to start talking about topics that, you know, me and Steph might not have as much experience in and talk to people that are in the pole world that do have more experience. Um, So we'll get straight into it. Um, First of all, how long have you been taking the kids class at pole? I've been taking the kids class for almost two years now. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So obviously through COVID, there was a little bit of a pause. Mm. Um, but yeah, two years. And you've been you've been taking classes with kids. Like you, can you tell us a little bit about what you did before? With uh, kids? So before the kids classes, I was actually a kids um, entertainer. So I did lots of magic tricks and sort of fitness. Yeah, I was like, what does kids entertainer like <laughs> entail? I always, I always, when I like talk to people about, because it's called, it was called Happy Feet. Hey, That's correct. I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, ah, they go into schools and do things. So yes. kids entertainer. Yeah. So it was like a fitness program, but yeah. it was all based around entertainment, music, movement, magic um, to sort of make fitness fun for kids so they didn't know that they were sort of mm. so it would like entail like dance and yeah lots of okay. music lots of props um yeah <laughs> lots of different themes all the time what what ages was that uh, that was actually kindy so that was sort of anywhere between two to five years old so wow. a little bit of a younger age group been hard <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it was it was interesting it was short short stints so an hour at a time so it makes it easier to sort of give that high energy yeah is there a lot of like um kindies that are like subscribed to services like that yeah heaps yeah Yeah. most of them will have like a soccer program and a rugby program and it's Mm. yeah just like one of those ginger sports because it was it during during the day or before after school or or during the day Oh, that's good. Um, and you're obviously your pole dancer as well. How long have you been polling for? I've been doing pole for six years um, and started when Sydney Pole was the pole gym. Yeah. Um, and I've just been there ever since. Yeah. Nice. Walked in and never left. 100%. <laughs> so how, how did the kids' classes start then? Because there's not, we don't, you, re, you don't really hear of many kids' classes. You hear of the little crazy um, Russian children that are doing all crazy stuff. But <laughs> yeah, I seen a meme on uh, Facebook the other day, which is on Instagram, which is like you try your hardest and then you watch this crazy nine-year-old yeah. Russian kid. There's always a, like, there's always a Russian child that's better than They're you. Insane. <laughs> I think it was definitely wanting to combine my two passions. So mm-hmm. I loved working with kids and spending time with kids and I loved pole. Um, I also have a daughter who obviously – being around mm. a mum who was always pole dancing, she really took to it. Mm. Um, so, and also being at some pole comps, I don't know if you guys remember pole expressions mm. had like a mother daughter performance. Yeah, I a do while remember. ago. Yes, yes. And yeah. that, that was special because kids couldn't, weren't really allowed in studios. They weren't really, there wasn't anything out there for them. So that was like a real special sort Is of it- thing because they trained. I think it was the, she must have been the owner of the yeah, studio. Yeah, she was a studio owner. 
Yeah. I do recall that. Was that, I want to say Lee for some reason. Lee's in my head, but I think that's her name. Don't think it was. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> um, but there's no other kids' classes in Brisbane currently. Not in so. Brisbane, no. I think they do in some of the other studios, yeah. um, but no, nothing in Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely felt like there was a need for it. So, I yeah. would agree. Like, we've had quite a few people ask here. Like, when are you doing kids' classes? And I was going to say, like, how does it start? Is it because there's the mums there that was like, our kids want it? Because I know that a lot of being at, you know, at Sydney Pole, Capalaba, and being at our studio in Underwood here, you know, sometimes the kids will come along um, when the parents come in and they want to join in, obviously, because mm. it looks like fun. That's definitely how our most consistent group of girls started. Mm. And then from there, it's become word of mouth. So girls bringing in mm. friends from school or even cousins from the studio yeah. will bring in their nieces and nephews and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's spread a little bit from there. That's, That's awesome. Good. Word of mouth. But I think for most Pulse studios, word of mouth is like their biggest marketer anyway. So yeah. it only makes sense that naturally you're not really going to market. Well, I, was, I yeah. don't know how well you would really – I guess the um, muggle world, as we like to call it, probably doesn't 100% understand. Yeah, I don't think Sydney Pole advertised the kids' classes at all. It's definitely something that it's just there and, Mm. yeah, we sort of talk about it in-house. Yeah. Yeah, and because we're going to talk about a little bit later about like the stigma behind it as well. So Mm. I think that that's probably one of the reasons why um, I think society maybe still isn't just ready yet for that. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's been stuff on the news in like previous years in other states mm. where um, like, you know, what? how do people feel about it? And yeah, yeah, I think it gets some interesting. A- anything backlash. with children is always a is always a touchy point I yeah. think for people. We're and lucky I- to have the Lyra as well. Yeah. So we have the Lyra and Pole and we do a lot of acros. So we're lucky to call it a circus class rather than just a... Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about it on the way here though. And the amount of, I've seen definitely more underage, but we do from 14 up, but like I've definitely Mm. seen more of that 14 to 17 year old um, walk through our doors here in uh, recent months. But like, I just think about the benefits of which we as women and Mm. men get from pole. Like if you could start putting that into younger girls, like mm. early in that teenage when let's be real, like for me, I hated high school. High school shit. <laughs> like being a teenage girl sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you could start building that confidence and like all the things that and that, you know, self-love and mm. that in these women really early or these girls really early, I just think it's gonna be a great start for like adulthood. Yeah. What's interesting, so what ages are the kids at the moment that do the class? So we rage from our youngest is six and our eldest is 12. Um, so it's yeah. a big age group. Um, mm. But, yeah, we've had a lot of parents comment on the difference that they've seen in their kids at school, their behaviour, their confidence. Um, so you can see a big difference. Um, and you don't really notice the age differences so much. You really, they do become really a close group of girls we've never had. I was saying to Renee um I think last week or the week mm. before that in the two years we've never had one fight or yeah. argument between any of the girls. We've That's never great. had yeah, an issue with the parents. It's not like your typical sort of dance mums yeah. 
kind of environment. <laughs> and it probably helps, like you said, having that age range because at school everyone is, you know, in their same group and they've got the little clicks and stuff, whereas there's not really clicks. Like I know that the classes, um, like the kids have some friends that come along and, and stuff. But, yeah, from what I've seen, because I've just, just started helping out with it, which is a really interesting experience. <laughs> I have walked in and I'm Her like. face looks like terrified. I was right like, um, okay. <laughs> Because some of the girls are getting like quite advanced and, you know, Donna had someone else helping her before and she's just like with like 11 kids now is like I need someone else to help me. So I've been sort of stepping in and helping and and geez, I like take my hat off to you because I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. It's a different ball game to adult classes, that's for sure. So what does a normal like a typical class look like? I think the layout of the class essentially is fairly similar to what an adult class would be in terms of we do a warm-up, we do some conditioning, then we'll go into some tricks like we've been doing this term. If we're doing a routine, we'll do a combination of either tricks and then choreography alternating week by week. Um, So very similar to a normal adult class. I think the biggest difference is the safety and the teaching points. I think with kids you have to be a lot more aware they need a lot more spotting a lot more hands on yeah um physical attention um and then definitely their attention span the way that they learn is very different to what an adult would learn they don't listen to teaching points their body awareness is very different um so it's almost being patient enough to let them figure it out and mold their bodies on the pole yeah. Um, over and over and over again until they get it because, yeah, they don't listen to the teaching points. And if you try to explain it to them, you can very easily mm. get frustrated with the fact that they're not they're not hearing you. And they're, they're very visual as well, I, I found yes. as well. Like, yeah, as soon as you start talking to them, not nah, in one ear, out the other, they like to see it and just do it. And 100%. being creative, like I know that like I've only ever really worked with adults my whole life. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to teach them like, I don't know, whatever, leg hang. And so I'm like going very methodically over how I teach and they're like, don't get it. And so it's like, you have to be creative, like, oh, grip it like you're going to, like, you know, you're going to be like really like. Um, you really use that visualization. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like when you. Imagery, were, yeah. Yeah, I think you were telling me like where it's like in gymnastics, they're like, oh, you know, you have to stir the bowl or do this, like yeah. really be creative with what you do to get them to to get into the position you're I think wanting. if you think of like toddlers and the way that babies learn, like they mm. learn to walk, they're watching you, right? Mm. And they're like picking up what you're doing and then they're trying to mimic it. So it would make sense that them being so much more closer to that age mm. than we are as adults that they would want to watch and learn on their own rather than, yeah. But then that obviously causes a problem with safety, right? Like Definitely. You need a lot more spotting. Our parents are great for that. We do have mm. our parents stay for the class. They don't leave. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. So that's great to have their parents on mm. board and aware of how to sort of keep them safe and spot in between. Um, and you've got to keep a really high energy. I think kids yeah. like to have fun and to mm. be excited. So it's not like a class where you can come in and be mellow. It's something mm. that requires a lot of energy. Mm. They require a lot more praise. They will constantly want to hear their name and hear that they're doing well. Yeah. Um, how do they go through conditioning then? 
Well, it's more of a game. Like Donna makes it more of a game. So it's like, you know, it is like timed, but it's like, okay, we're going to jump up and do this or hop on one leg and throw a ball to each other, like that sort of Uh, stuff. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Um, Because when you were taking us through the thing before and you're like, you know, we do warm-up and conditioning, I'm like, I wonder if they moan just as much as we do as adults. Even with the inverts and stuff, like that's pretty basic and they just do inverts over, you know, um, 30 seconds each side and they 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 love it. They just because yeah. they, like, they have so it. much energy. Yeah. Um, have you taken anything that you've learned from teaching children into teaching adults? Like from this whole point of like we make it fun, we make it this. It's like, well, why can't we do that mm. with adults? I definitely think the praising kids, so using mm. their name and seeing how responsive they are to that. Mm. Um, adults are very much the same when you're yeah. using your um, your students' names and you're giving them specific praises. Yep. Um, they really respond well and they try harder. Yep. Um, so that's been really definitely something I've taken across. Um, yeah, interesting. Which is I'm good. like, what games can we play for <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. And do you find there's anything in particular that really just doesn't work at all for kids? Just the talking, yeah, yeah, really talking, teaching points. That's something I really use with adult classes as specific mm. teaching points, telling them what part of their body is doing what, what angle they need to face. Um, and kids just don't get that as much as I really try. Mm. Um, that's something I've definitely found is the biggest struggle is they don't, they don't quite comprehend, especially the younger ones. They don't understand the teaching points or yeah. have the body awareness to apply them. What's the youngest you've had? Six. Six is the youngest. Yeah. Do, is there a transition phase then? Because I don't think I've heard of it from anyone going from a kid's class then to go into the adults because we're still the oldest is 12, hey? 12, yeah. So we're sort of just pushing that border of a couple yeah. of years. Um, so I think they were speaking about it when before we had mm. Renee come on board. Um, so, no, it will be interesting to see how that mm. goes. Um, especially because their level is so advanced, yeah. like kids are so strong and flexible. Mm. So for them, yeah. it would be transitioning almost from a kid's class to advanced or- advanced class. Um, and the choreography, whether that would be appropriate if yeah. they were ever doing choreography classes, whether that's appropriate for yeah. you know, age, a 13 yeah. year old, 14 year old to be. I wonder if that, if there is any other studios out there, there probably would be in the world that has, mm done the kids' classes and then, well, I guess like obviously yeah, in Russia, like what what do they do? Like the kids are quite young and then what and do they do when they get to 14, styles. 15? They just compete. Maybe they just do yeah, like private, private yeah. lessons and stuff. Just thinking like comparing to other areas of sports, like I know and this would, is obviously something that they could potentially look at as the kids' element grows but running teen classes and mm. then obviously like splitting it between primary and high school sort of thing. Mm. Because, yeah, the CrossFit gym I used to be at, they run a teens program. Yeah. So, well, Because you definitely have, like, a lot of kids. But then, again, it would be, you know, if you have a teens group, then if someone comes in first time and then mm. we've got these teens that have been doing it since they were, like, six, seven years old. Well, yeah, that's another complexity. Uh, we're not there yet, I guess, I so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> or maybe even, like, a comp team. So yeah. And then, like, sort of. Um, casual, casual classes. It would have and to comp, be, yeah. Do you have classes. any girls looking to compete? Yeah, we did. So prior to COVID, there was actually Grasshoppers was a competition mm. that I think Sam from Pole Expressions was looking at running. Yeah. I think it was her. I could be wrong on that one. Um, so there were definitely a few that were coming around and we had a few girls looking at competing. They'd actually started to put routines together, but then COVID 
mm. shut it all down. It didn't I'm even run sure online. I'm pretty sure AAPC have a um, underage version. Okay. Kids division. Yeah. Yeah, youth division. I'm pretty sure. I just remember overhearing it. Oh, there There's was just a, no state heat, but yeah. like the, the finals is youth, in Adelaide. There was a youth one in, was that in Expressions? Yeah. There was one. Last year last when they did year. the, no, it was, it was the year before they did the Expressions. They did the youth and the masters before the, other, the actual amateur yeah, competition. I remember because yeah. there was about like five kids in it. Yeah. So I definitely think it's coming. I think Elements might run a kids' podcast mm. then. Mm. Um, so yeah, I definitely know that it's, I think yeah. it's going to become more of a. Especially the more we, um, you know, the more adults we mm. impact when they see the results of how it feels for them and if they're okay with their children, especially that like daughters and what mm. pole, the stigma of which is associated with pole, like if they're okay with their daughters doing it, then yeah, I think we'll see some growth. Which is there any. Um, kids that do it that their parents, their mums don't do it? Like obviously like one of the parents don't do pole? Uh, yeah, there are a few girls that their parents don't do pole, um, maybe about four or five in the class mm. that their parents are that will either be through a friend yeah. or through like an auntie or a family friend that was a student. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, and I think there is a little bit of a stigma nowadays around gymnastics and how hard mm. they sort of push kids. So I think parents are also looking – for alternative yeah. sort really of hobbies yeah. for their kids well, as well. I was actually um, thinking before that there are a few of the girls and we had this um, after the kids' class yesterday, we had this girl come in after and she um, like, nine years old and then she was like I want to do it I'm like well we do have kids classes and she's like I did gymnastics and then I was like why did you stop and she's like it wasn't fun like I hated it, mm. it you know they pushed me too hard and so I know that some of the other kids also it's used to do gymnastics thing. and yep. said the same thing it wasn't fun it was too hard I had to do this I had to do that so there's a lot of people that come from gymnastics that are like nah gymnastics doesn't suit me but I want to do something that's similar yeah mm. definitely so parents are looking for those alternative Mm. hobbies nowadays yeah and pole definitely has a soft touch in terms of like um not pushing people too hard like listen to your body and I think that becomes that's obviously a challenge with kids because they're probably kamikaze so they're just like listen to my body what are you talking about upside down although they do complain they do complain about like the leg hangs and stuff that's what I've found um any like skin grippy stuff they are kamikazes they'll throw themselves but they are—they don't like holding things. Like the attention span of thing of things, I find that they—and I don't know whether it's just been with mine. Like I know in adults' classes, we try and get them to focus on. Like you have a class, you you know pick two or three tricks for that class, mm. and after your warm up and conditioning, it's like you know if you get through three, that's a lot, depending yeah. on what you're doing. But with the kids, I'm like, oh, I have to find. I have to almost change tricks like quite a lot and I'll try and keep them around the same like same areas like mm. you know leg hangs and then jade splits and fall limbs off so that they're doing the same thing but it's something different for their mind interesting because they don't like if I say you know did one week of all three leg hangs each side and hot like by the second one they were like no thanks don't talk to me and ran over to the other side of the room <laughs> <laughs> they don't like things that they it hurts their skin, like anything yeah. where the pole is inflicting pain on their mm. skin yeah. they don't like um, and things that they have to try multiple times mm. to figure out, things that are quite intricate in certain yeah. angles of the body. Um, they definitely tend to avoid those ones. Mm. Um, but then their flexibility means that, yeah, mm. on the other hand, they can do some really yeah. crazy things yeah. quite easily. 
Wow. So yeah. what do you find your biggest challenges then with teaching kids? Um, definitely, yeah, like I said, the teaching, the yeah. teaching points um, and safety would be the Did we already touch on this thing. and I asked the same question again? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. Let's just blame, uh, let's just is, blame my head. What's been your challenge so far? You've been doing the kids' uh, classes for a few weeks. It's just, yeah, it is adjusting and figuring out what what works and what doesn't and yeah, I'm like trying to like I find for me it's the energy, getting that energy to mm. to be in it and and make sure that because they do notice if you accidentally skip them or go to another person and you know, wow. some of the kids like, Come come see me, come see me, come see me again. And so and then you might miss someone and then they might get upset and that sort of stuff. So you kind of do have to make sure you're going around and then also at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you're the adult, so you have to be like, no, like, and put your foot down. Mm. Whereas, Still obviously, set pretty clear boundaries. Yeah, in yeah. the adults' class, like, you know, you're like, you're adults. You got to make sure you're paying attention, blah blah blah, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Not on your phone, but with the kids, they'll run off and do things, and you're just like, no, sit here, watch me, and like, you have to kind of be a little bit bossier. With them. Sometimes it'd be nice 100%. to be able to pull that out in an adults class because we, we do we do have some some nice bossy in our adult classes. <laughs> yeah, true. I was like, it works perfect for me. I'm like, oh, okay, I can, I can, I can be bossy. Like, I've transitioned really smoothly into this. No, it's it's just that I remember actually one week, a couple of weeks ago. Um, one of the little girls came up and was like, so-and-so pushed in and she told us that we were stupid or something like that. And I was just like, um, I don't really know what to do. I was like, Donna. I was like, don't worry. Just uh, how about, come on. Like, cause they were in a line. Um, we were doing stuff on the Lyra and they were in a line and just waiting. Yeah. And so what I've done now is that when they ever, they're lining up to do something, we yeah. line up to do handstands. Um, when they're not in the line, when they're not the next one, they're doing it like against the wall. Also they'll yeah. come do a handstand and usually they're good to start with. Like, again, with the tension span, I'll get the first girl to do a handstand um, with me and they're like, okay, now go do it on the wall. So then they just go straight in there. So they're distracted for a bit. And then by the time I get through, you know, the four or five of them, then they're off the wall and sort of back in the line. Yeah. So giving them something to do, otherwise they will find something to do themselves. They're not just going to stand there and wait. <laughs> and yeah, so it's, yeah, pretty much. And yeah, just little things like that. And I was like, um, I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> so, um, you guys have both said girls, girls, girls. So there's no guys. In your um, kids' classes yet? No, we've had some brothers that mm. come in and, like, play around when their yeah. sisters are there um, and the boys love it. Yeah. Um, so we've just never had anyone enrol. We've had a few inquiries and we'd always yeah. be happy to take them on, but we've just never had anyone officially. interested to see how the little boys enroll. would go in terms of, like, all the attention span and everything. Mm. And I know when kids are really young, they're like, ew, boy, ew, girl, mm. like – so it would be really interesting. That maturity level of like, I guess it just depends in general, what like age. Kids, yeah, yeah, for anywhere from yeah. Imagine that's how or... good they would be. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I know. It would just be insane. That strength that they would just share yeah. just flips everywhere. And how do you think the kids feel about it? And what do you think the kids get out of it? Um, I think the kids love it. I think it's something that makes them feel unique because it's not something that anybody else is doing. So I think they've got a really sense of pride that this is their thing 
And because kids talk about everything. So are they going back to their school and saying, yeah. I'm doing pole dancing? Yeah, they definitely are. And that's where we've seen other students mm. obviously come in. Have any of um, them, have their teachers like raised concerns? No, we've never had any negative feedback oh, in regards to our kids' classes, any yep. of our performances that we've done. Um, mm. We've awesome. always had really positive feedback, mm. never had any sort of negative yeah. backlash. Yeah. Um, I think that comes back to that distinctiveness um, theory that we touched on. Mm. I think it was in like the first episode we ever did, whereas we as humans want to be the same because Mm. we want to be a part of the tribe, but we want to be different enough that we're like, Mm. we're not the same as the tribe. So we, you got to find that balance in between. And as kids, yeah, like it is like almost guaranteed that you go to school and no other kid is doing pole dancing. So you're a little bit more unique, which, mm. um, but then you're still a part of that tribe and you're a part of that tribe with other people. So and same as what we get from pole, although they're all, you know, really good and talented. They've all got their different strengths at yeah, pole. They've definitely. all got those certain tricks that are their tricks that mm. everyone knows that's, you know, the one that they nailed and they all get really supportive and cheer each other on. Um, so I do feel like they, they feel something sort of special about what they're mm. doing and what they're achieving. And they learn that growth mindset. They learn to keep practicing. They see yep. what was hard last week is now that little bit easier. Mm. Um, and you can see them really start to develop that sense of. Yeah, she's going to give them such yeah, consistency. Yeah. Such good skills 100%. for being adults. Like, yeah, I look forward to seeing where these kids are like five years time. Like when yeah. they start becoming adults, like what is it that they're going to have? Like those, what skills maybe they will have that other kids don't, providing it doesn't get into that push to compete. And then you like, because how many people do you see leave school? And men in particular, like great footy players, but they're not necessarily the best footy players anymore. Mm. And then that provides a mental health issue. And mm. Sorry, I just wanted a little bit. Yeah, I'll <laughs> it's only because I was just reading about. <laughs> I was just reading about um, a young guy who committed suicide. Uh, who, like, you know, your football career is yeah pushed I, a little I too hard. Kids, and I just know a couple of men in that space. So, so how how long into the ki- kids' classes? to doing like a performance? Because I know obviously a lot of the kids saw that their mum was doing performance nights and stuff. So what made you guys think of even doing, putting a performance together for mm. them? Um, I started doing performance nights straight away with the kids' classes. Mm. I think the opportunity to perform, to get, you know, dressed up and have that moment mm. to sort of feel like you're working on something every 10 weeks is really important for the kids. Mm. Um, they love that too and the parents really enjoy seeing them um, as a mum, yeah. that's something I loved. I love to mm. see her perform and to mm. um, show off what she's been working on. Um, and the kids really enjoy it. Like they love having their say. I've had kids help me with the choreography and yeah. they've all like chosen songs as a group together. Um, so, yeah, it was something I loved doing as well. And so. they're getting into, I guess, a little bit of the stigma behind it. So they have their own little show before that performance night, hey? Yeah, so. so they have a separate show, like separate from the rest of, oh, the, rest okay. of the gym yep. where it's yep. just yep. their friends and family that are invited to, oh, to cool. come and watch. Um, and we have lots of sort of different themes. Mm. Um, so it's very animated. Last one was The Lion King, so they all got dressed up as different lions. So and, cute. Yeah, so it was cute. really cute. So yeah, no, I really love it. Um, 
I think in terms of the stigma around it, I'm very cautious on the choreography I can use. Yeah, um, That I would think. be challenging because, like, I just think Especially like, switching between you teaching pole and then teaching, like, adult pole and then kids pole and you're like, here, I'm doing, like, a sexy floor work and then I'm going to Lion King kids' um, and, G-rated version. And then you go, like, oh, when, when in doubt, just body roll it out or whatever. It's like, can you put a body roll in a kid's performance? Like, that might be so natural for you as an adult. Oh, 100%. And I think there are certain things that you can. I've put a body roll in and a head mm. roll. I think it's where in the music and maybe mm. what angle their body is facing that you can be a little bit more creative with. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, definitely the character that you're working with. If you're giving a little sassy moment and it's cute, then you can get away with it. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't put like a – band roll with legs coming to the front like you may do if it was just an aerobics performance um which you can do that and it's not seen as anything yeah different um as soon as you add a pole in there it becomes this added level of social complexity there's so many dance things out there um like like even the jazz and hip-hop that can Mm. be seen and when kids do it it's like oh is that a little bit sexual? But then you put a pole there and people were like, yes, that definitely is. But, but without- there was also an up, uh, uproar, I don't know if that's the right word. There was a lot of chat on social media about the nine-year-olds twerking. Was that a Netflix series yeah, maybe? That yeah, was, yeah, there was a lot of um, a lot of people who weren't happy about a, a show about nine-year-olds and twerking. And that video was very twerking. similar to what mm. our normal choreography would be. Like yeah. a lot of their floor work would be what we would normally do. yeah. In poll, so yeah, definitely after stuff like that, it mm. plays in the back of your mind. Like, because I guess the worst case scenario would be that someone gets real pissed off, and that the media mm. gets involved, and then gives obviously the studios like bad, um, you know, uh, exposure, bad, coverage, bad yeah. coverage, and that's the last you want. Like, because it doesn't matter whether something's true or not. As soon as something is painted painted in a certain light, it's like, oh, they do this or they do that, and you know, it can be completely untrue. Well. If Fake news is fake like news. fake news spreads. Anything interesting, so everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. So, and, and I guess everybody has it. to have their say. I guess that's why, like, there's been no advertising. Mm. Um, and it's been like, you can obviously see that the kids love it and it's something that is going to be more that we're going to see more in the future because just from word of mouth and just from having, you know, obviously the starting of the kids from the mums um, mm. in the class and then friends and all that sort of stuff like you haven't imagine if you guys advertised you'd have like so, so many different levels of yeah, kids different you could nights build your own curriculum out I reckon 100% um, I think injury is another big thing that I worry about yeah. in that sense as well like mm. as adults I guess they're a lot more aware of their injuries in gymnastics kids hurting themselves happens mm. quite often and is almost it's a part of it. Mm. Um, for pole, it's, you know, you don't want to be mm. any kid getting injured or any sort of negative association with it. So yeah, you're true. always on a lot more of a high alert. Um, but I think the parents being there really helps that and the parents are really conscious about, mm. you know, not posting photos of their kids on social media and mm. not um, encouraging that side of it. I know yeah. that, yeah, a lot of the sort of younger girls that have got social media, they're not allowed to post photos of themselves doing tricks on social media. Um, They're a little bit more cautious. 
Um, Which is a little bit like mm. I get why they do it, but it is kind of disappointing that we're still at this point yeah. that it can't be shared. But even as adults, you share things on social media. I put it on my you, social media with my daughter. And you get, yeah, <laughs> backlash. But like, yeah, like it just comes down to the person and whether or not you, you want to have that conversation if somebody brings it up. Like you know what you're doing is the right thing mm. for your child. But, so. yeah, I think that's what it is. It's the parent's choice and knowing yep. that they're there yeah. for the class, they're the ones making the choices. Yeah. It means that it's not on us it's the parents have made that decision for their child and that's yeah it's their choice and they're fully a part of that whole process with them which I think Um, is really really good yeah Yeah. and it's great what would you say to a parent that was thinking of whether the parent does poll or not of getting their kid into doing poll um I'd say come give it a try Mm. like come see what it's about Mm. and let your kid try it and see it for yourself I think everyone's different um and what their child might get from it is not something I could necessarily mm-hmm. explain in so many words. Yeah. I think it's something that they need to see firsthand mm. for themselves. Um, so, yeah, I'd say just go give it a go. Mm. Yeah, I think it's really like we say the same thing to adults, right? Like yeah. just try it because there is so many benefits. And and I guess thinking about it, like I know that there's an aerial studio um, in sort of south side of Brisbane that does kids' classes yeah. and they actually focus more, like their studios designed more towards it because they have, they go in the terms that the school terms are. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and they have curriculums just for kids. Um, mm. And, you know, anything aerials, it's like, okay, that's fine. It's, it's circus, like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but how many poles are we seeing pop up in circuses now too? So Exactly. Yeah. I definitely think it's going to be a lot more accepted. Um, yeah. So I, what I do we agree. think the future of kids and pole is going to be? Because there's already, yeah, there was already a competition that was going to happen. There's, I feel like we should just retire now. They're going to like come and definitely <laughs> overtaking oh, 100%. That's right. That's right. Uh, last night when we were doing, incorporating more stretching and like the active flexibility because I think that's where the kids like the most is they just like flop in half but they can't hold it and then yeah I'm like we're, we're, we're just doing like a scorpion pose I'm like we're just working on our balance and like this is level one this is level two and then one of the little girls into like a fully straight needle like legs straight head back oh, straight, and I was like, like that's level 10 like and then I was just like oh it's I don't know if it's inspiring me or like turning me off <laughs> wanting to do more because I was like yeah I used to be able to do that like not that but like a lesser version and I like reached my leg I'm like oh my back <laughs> I'm like no but I think it's great I think um I think we'll see more competitions because we're already seeing competitions it's really out. cute the kids are really cute mm-hmm. like when they're just jumping around and you know laughing and stuff they they are very cute and very oh. very innocent and and fresh that's what I was gonna say I think they'll do a really amazing job at breaking the stigma Mm. on pole dancing for everybody else I think when they see it in the sports sense and the fact that Mm. it is like vertical Mm. gymnastics like yeah that um, and I guess do they know any better like do they understand where this has come from at such a young age well I was actually listening to a podcast the other day about um being I think it was about being your best self or being your true self and it was like when you were like four or five years old that's who you really were because before society put all these things on you Mm -hmm. expectations and told you who you were that's who you were when you were that age what you like to do where you're running around they don't Mm -hmm. care like this little girl that came in last night with her mum 
runs straight up and she's like, hi, my name's so-and-so. Like I do this and I do that and blah, blah, blah. Do you want to see me do the splits? Like it's just so innocent and refreshing to be around that. It's like, you know, we're always so worried about what people think and Mm -hmm. what they're going to say. Whereas kids, they don't care if they're like smelly. They don't care if they're, you know, anything. They're just like. They're I love just, how that was the first example you I brought up. Like, they don't care if they're smelly. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to like think of something, yeah, but they but don't they care don't. if their hair's messy or they don't think that they look good. Like yeah. they're just doing what they're doing because yep. they love it. And they're wearing the clothes they want to wear because they love it. And it's just, yeah, they're yet to be like infected mm. by society but we also inspire that when a child mm. walks in the room or even when they get a pole trick and I'm like oh I'm we're doing this if they're like I can already do that like that's mm. normally their response if yeah. I can do a trick and it's like awesome go show me whereas like if an adult was yeah. to say that I think even as an instructor you'd probably be like oh I bet you've been oh, up like, yourself yeah. or so yeah exactly so I think it's like well yeah, wow. yeah why don't we do the same thing with an adult so like why don't we encourage mm. that same level of sort of self-assurance whereas an adult does it and we're like oh like calm down yeah, if a kid has <laughs> hold on we're not that far yet yeah, if a kid has confidence yeah. I remember my mum saying when I was younger we were at um a doctor's surgery and waiting room for my brother who was sick and we were waiting for ages and my mum was sitting there like oh we're waiting for ages but and I'm sitting there and then I'm like I've got this. And I like, I don't know how old I was, maybe like six, walked straight up to the reception and tapped on it. And I barely, my eyes got over the counter. My mom's like, what are you doing? And I was like, excuse me, we have been waiting for so long. My brother is here sick, blah, 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 blah. Just like <laughs> demanding. And the reception lady's like, oh, honey, it's going to be soon. It's okay. Like, but, you but know, if that was your mom, they'd be oh, like, oh, they'd be like this yeah, bitch, yeah. you know. <laughs> so rude. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, the the even us as a society, the expectations we put mm. on we think it's cute when a kid does it, an adult does it, we're like, calm your tits over there, like just yeah. slow down. I think it's good to encourage that self-confidence because that's what we're yeah. trying to and do. We in do pole. mostly in poll. Like we do encourage women to love themselves mm. no matter what mm. they look like. And when you know, girls are up on stage doing their thing, we're quite a supportive crowd compared to any other dancing industry yeah. or performance industry I definitely feel like that's what we have yep um so yeah kids definitely highlight that a little bit more so. and, and and helping encourage them to do what they want to do because I know like with your daughter um she definitely loves Paul and she just looks at you and wants to do everything you're doing and I think didn't she come up a while ago and she's like I want to create a routine yeah and so then you were like okay well you know let create it like like show me what you're going to do and like you're encouraging her creativity and she's like well maybe I could do this and you're like yeah well done and, and then she created her own routine yeah. herself didn't yeah, she she did and she did really well so yeah, yeah no it's yeah oh that's amazing that's really exciting yeah I've already told Ross that our unborn ch- child will be a pole dancer <laughs> like it. sorry babe after <laughs> seeing <clears throat> pink and willows yeah yes. like, Aurora get ready we're doing a routine together <laughs> like well you do acro with her at the park and stuff yeah. like that um um, yeah, that's it's really good to to see that because I think yeah now with society don't see enough parents really like playing with their kids and really like mm. it's getting into it. It's like okay, I'll send my kids off to do this or they'll go to play with their friends, but it's really good that you're like into it with them. And it's time like memories that they'll remember forever. Yeah, having a hobby you share that I don't feel like I'm forcing on her yeah. is so good. Yeah, and I she just that. has a genuine love for it herself. And she's got her own time. Like the kids' classes is like her mm. time to grow. It's not like. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Me wow. Kids in pole. Yeah. They're going to. Yes. I reckon we, yeah, have to watch this space. It's just going to grow. Yeah. 100%. And hopefully society will. Sorry, guys. I just got a bit loud. I got to be excited. <laughs> hopefully society will 
come I don't think we'll ever especially you look at the world now and like we're getting even more extreme when it comes to left and right like we're never going to please everybody but I think um hopefully society will get on board I mean mm, yeah definitely decades ago they never thought um same-sex marriage would be a thing so that's true not that I'm really comparing poll to same sex. <laughs> but like I just say, society is saying, like, this is why we have stigmas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, awesome. thank you so much, Donna, for joining us today on Thanks the Uncovered. It was so good to hear just mm. like a different perspective and somebody who is like well and truly into kids and pole dancing because mm. I just don't think there's enough people out there who do it. So, Thank you for teaching the kids of today how to pole dance. Um, for those of you listening, we'd love to know what you think. Like, what are your thoughts on kids and pole? Do you have a child who pole dances? Uh, let us know. Follow us at uncovered.pd on Instagram. And if you're loving it, make sure you leave us a review. Until next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>